your ears deceive you? Is this really the sound of my voice? The voice of a man who everyone thought gave up on a simple podcast. But in reality, no, he didn't. Because he's back for one episode, a new episode, an episode of your regularly scheduled podcast. And I'm your host, Julio Lopez. And today, joining me is just me, myself, and I, of course, because, you know, I just thought about just redoing this episode today. Not redoing it, but just, you know, just doing it because I'm bored and I have work in like an hour. So, so anyways, um, so today I just want to get into the topic of E3 2019 since it's right around the corner, actually, next Tuesday till next Thursday. And I honestly just want to talk about what we might expect to see, what we probably won't see, and maybe just, hey, what might surprise us, honestly. And to be honest, I honestly have quite a few games on this list that, you know, I've seen um, people talk about. I've seen people get hyped for it. And to be honest, you know, I'm a lover of video games, as everyone knows. And so I'm honestly hoping, and what I mean by hoping, like I'm hoping to see something like some news on this game, on these games that are coming out, um, some news on, you know, anything that is worth it. Now, some of these games on this list, I'm not... I'm not really going to call myself a fan of, but then again, I'm not really going to say I don't like it because I haven't really, you know, played enough of it, haven't played it at all, or am just getting around to it. So, and that is going to be a lot of games on this list. So just letting everyone know, you know, just, just to get that out of the way. But however, I want to discuss it because, you know, I just want to discuss something that's video games. You know, I don't really talk about video games on this podcast a lot. Well, that's because there's only like what, two episodes? <laughs> but um, anyways, but so today is different. Today we're going to be talking about the games that will be showcased at E3 2019. So let's start off right off the bat with the new Halo game, and that is Halo Infinite. Now, I've only played Halo 2 when I was like 10, and I almost, I liked it. I also played a little bit of Halo 3 as well as a little bit of Halo 1 with a buddy of mine who I actually went to high school with, and I don't really talk to him anymore, sadly, but I probably will one day. Um, so, Halo Infinite, honestly, from the images that I've seen, I haven't really seen a trailer, but from what the images I've seen, it just this one just looks like it's going to be different. I feel like this one is probably going to go back to Halo's roots to, you know, discovering... Um, you know, just, of course, it's going to go back to the roots. It's a goddamn Halo game. <laughs> like, what am I talking about? Of course, it's going to be space battles, space fights. Of course, you know, it's going to be everything you want to expect from a Halo game. Now, I did see Master Chief taking their helmets off. I don't know if Master Chief is a guy or a girl, so I'm just going to say there. Don't want to be that guy who just, you know, people will sit there and turn and say, Oh, did you, like, assume his gender? Like, you can't do that because that is very wrong. And honestly, just like, you know, I feel like Halo Infinite is probably going to be a game that I'm probably going to pick up, play that, and then go back to the originals to see how that game holds up, because sometimes I tend to do that. But Halo Infinite does look like it's going to be a beautiful game, and I don't know if it's going to come out for the Xbox One, or is it just going to come out for the next-gen Xbox that's going to come out, because... You know, that also is going to lead into another thing that that's going to come out, and that's the PS5. And the PS5 I'm kind of skeptical about, because the PS5 is just basically just going to be a PS4 Pro, I guess, but just a little bit more, 
I guess you can just call it the PS4 Pro 2, I guess. But I guess they didn't want to call it that, so they just want to call it a PS5. So they're probably going to showcase that at E3 this year. I don't know if Sony's going to have a mark in it. I don't know if Sony's planning any new games. I mean, The Last of Us 2, definitely. But let's get to The Last of Us 2 in a minute. Um... So I do know that, you know, Sony, they are going to, they have a lot of exclusives coming out pretty soon. Um, that being, you know, Death Stranding or Norman Reedus and the Fancy Fetus. <laughs> it's a joke. It's just a joke. Um, <laughs> oh God, I laugh at my own jokes. I know I'm cringy, but so the PS5 will probably be showcased as well as, you know, probably a new Xbox console. Which is going to also, you know, showcase Gears of War 5. And I've never played Gears of War, actually. It seems like an interesting game. I know it has Joe DiMaggio playing Marcus Fenix. And Joe DiMaggio is a very talented voice actor. I really like hearing him as Jake the Dog or Bender from Futurama. Or that weird newscasters guy from Barnyard the TV show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I recognize him from a lot of different things, you know. But he is definitely returning as Marcus Phoenix, hopefully, if Marcus Phoenix is going to be in it. Even though I've never played Gears 5, I do know who the character, the main character is, and I do know in the last Gears game, you also have his son inside of it, so that's also interesting. I do plan on play playing some of the Gears of War games pretty soon, because I remember everyone used to play them as a kid, and I mean, come the fuck on, who doesn't want a fucking chainsaw gun? Like, seriously, that shit's fucking cool. So coming up next on E3 Showcase is something that I really hope they explore more in depth with, and that is definitely Death Stranding, because looking at everything that they've released, you know, it's just a mystery. I haven't really seen much of what the hell's going on. All I know is the very first trailer just showed, you know, Norman Reedus' ass, and then he's just picking up a baby, and he's crying. It's like in the middle of nowhere. But, however, it is a game made by one of the best game developers possible, and that is Hideo Kojima. Because, to be honest, his games are known for their really good stories, really good narratives. Also, his games are known to be, like, the cutscenes extremely fucking long as well. But Death Stranding just seems interesting because it's some kind of weird psychedelic shit going on. And, <laughs> you know, Norman Reedus and the Fancy Fetus. <laughs> <laughs> no, Norman Reedus and the Freaky Fetus is what it's called. But, um, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that this year at E3, seeing news on that. And, um, so let's see what else would be on our list. Um, so the guy, the developers who did Until Dawn, I apparently are working on a new game. Um, I heard about that. I don't know what the game is called, but I do know that they are working on a new game. Feel free to search into that if you'd like, but... I'm just here telling you, hey, they're working on a new game. I don't know what it is. So, yeah. But um, Until Dawn, for me, was a pretty decent game. I only played it, like, a little bit. And personally, it's a game that it's pretty revolutionary for its time, you know? It's not like Telltale where you're just like, oh, wait until they start talking and then pick and choose your thing and you see the outcome. Yeah, no, it's not any of that shit. It's just... Well, it's mostly like that, but it's also, like, your choices actually matter, and it's, like, it's kind of like a life-or-death kind of thing, and that's what I like. It's, like, it paints a horror story, and it's pretty fucking funny, honestly, but, so, yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing that new game that's coming out, and this is also another horror game coming out, 
and that is The Last of Us 2. Now, The Last of Us, the first game, I know I've probably said sometime in the past that I wasn't really a fan of it. I mean, it was, to me, everyone hypes it up too much, you know? Everyone, and I guess it does live up to the hype. Yeah, the ending's really fucking sad and whatnot. But my first playthrough of The Last of Us, it was it was good. I liked it, you know? The team-up between Ellie and Joel is honestly perfect. So I am honestly hoping to see more information on The Last of Us 2 because the last time we got information is, from, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of years ago, actually, where it showed the trailer of Ellie playing the guitar, and it just says, you know, The Last of Us Part 2. And I just hope to see, you know, a little bit more on what the gameplay what the gameplay is going to be about this year. So, hopefully, you know, we get a pretty decent-looking Last of Us 2, you know, some good details on that. So, other PS4 exclusives, well, I don't know if they're exclusives or not, but they could be PS4 exclusives. <laughs> Maybe they're going to be releasing any, you know, new DLC for Spider-Man PS4. I mean, this isn't confirmed, nor is it denied, but they did kind of say that they weren't going to put in any new DLC for Spider-Man PS4. Or were they? Exactly. Because, you know, life is full of surprises. Maybe they're actually planning a DLC with Mysterio since Spider-Man Far From Home is about to come out. I don't know. That could just be me dreaming because, personally, I would love to see Spider-Man PS4 DLC, especially touching in on, you know, Peter Parker's past in the game. You know, play us past Peter Parker. Stop, you know, the original Electro. Stop the Vulture. Stop Mysterio. Because... All some there's are some villains that actually do exist inside that Spider-Man universe that isn't Green Goblin, Venom, or Doctor Octopus. So hopefully they can probably touch in on that. So, um, ne so next thing's coming up at um, E3 this year. Let's get into some Nintendo exclusives actually. Um, starting off with Super Mario Maker Two. Honestly, now Super Mario Maker is one of those games where I'm like, how could there be a sequel to this game? I mean. Isn't there just, you know, why don't they just patch it up some more? And like, why, why can't it just be like Minecraft where they just patch it and just add in new things, new contents so by updating it? But then again, I did realize that they don't really have it for the Switch. So I guess you can just make a second one and say, oh, yeah, this is definitely the sequel. But then again, what are you really going to add inside of it? I mean, I haven't played the first Super Mario Maker, but I've seen gameplay on it. And to me, it's basically just Mario's Minecraft simulator, <laughs> basically. You know, I've seen people make pretty fucked up and hard levels, you know. It's like, we'll make Mario be like, hey, this is a spicy meatball, you know. Just it's fucking crazy. Like, who the fuck does shit like that? But, um, so, yeah, Super Mario Maker 2, eh, I guess. So, leading into our next Nintendo Switch exclusive. And, yeah, I can't just not talk about this one. I really can't, because I've been a fan of the games... The other two games for, well, I should say the first game because I haven't really played the second one. And plus, I heard the second one's kind of trash. So, but let's just sit there and say, you already saw, you already know what I'm going to say. Everyone already get it. I'm like, oh my God, seriously, get on with it. And that is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, which basically is just Marvel's Infinity War with X-Men, <laughs> if I can explain anything. But... Oh, yeah, and the Defenders, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Luke Cage and Daredevil's in it, so. 
But also, so we're going to see how that goes. I heard that there are going to be releasing some new details at E3 this year, and I'm hoping to God that they release the full roster without the DLC characters, and I swear to God, if Doctor Doom is not a playable character, I'm going to be fucking pissed. But let's not get into that. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is definitely something that I'm looking forward to at E3 this year, and which that also ties into other Nintendo games that, this is only rumors. I'm not really saying they're true. This is just rumors that I heard. And that is, I heard they're going to be making Luigi's Mansion 3. Now, I have remotely remember a little bit of Luigi's Mansion, the first game. And I know Leah, my girlfriend, has basically been discussing with me, you know, how Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS is really good as well. And she's also a fan of the one on GameCube. So maybe Luigi's Mansion 3 could be good for the fans of that series, you know? You know, because I think Luigi would probably be my favorite of Mario. <laughs> he's, you know, he's a scaredy cat and whatnot. And he's actually my one of my biggest mains in Smash. So, yeah, who wants to fucking try me in Smash? I'll kick your ass as Luigi. <laughs> but um, Luigi's Mansion 3 would probably be a, something that we might get to see. It's only just a rumor, though, so I don't know. On the topic of other Nintendo games as well, we have the two new Pokemon games, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, and they have released the two new legendaries for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't know their names, I just know that they have, they just look like wolves that have swords and shields, that's it. <laughs> uh, they also released a couple of new, of the, um, new generation Pokemon that are also coming. And then, personally, I mean, I haven't played a Pokemon game since I was 12, and Personally, I also want to go watch Detective Pikachu, but I haven't had a chance to go watch it yet. But honestly, for the Pokemon fans, I know my um, good friend Harbor, and I know a couple of my um, friends on Facebook. I've been seeing them, and they're honestly playing. They're honestly, you know, excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield. So expect to see Pokemon Sword and Shield at E3 this year. I assume they're probably going to give more details on that. Probably going to, you know, just sit there and say. You know, maybe the fighting's going to be different. Maybe this, the map is different. Obviously, the story's going to be different. Unless it's, you know, from what I remember Pokemon. Oh, hey, uh, I'm just going to send your little ass out to go catch fucking dangerous monsters that have dangerous abilities while I just stay home all day and do nothing. <laughs> Basically, the plot of the old Pokemon games. But, um, anyway, so, practically... I, th I believe that's all the Nintendo games that they're probably going to showcase. I mean, unless they're going to showcase a new Zelda game, which I probably think they are because I heard Link's Awakening's getting a uh, remaster. So, hey, show Link's Awakening. So, let's just hope to God that maybe we might see something along the lines of maybe, yeah, a new Star Fox, a new Metroid. Fuck, I, we need a new Metroid game, actually. So, Metroid Prime 3. Let's just hope that we might see that this year. So, let's get into everybody's favorite RPG company that isn't Blizzard, but it is Bethesda. And let's just see what they're going to be releasing at E3. Hmm, let's see here. Oh, look at that. They already they only have like a couple games that there are going to be that they have in development. And here we have Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield, Doom Eternal, Wolfenstein 3, and well, I think that's it. Now, personally, with these games, I honestly do gradually feel Elder Scrolls and Starfield are going to sit out on this one. I honestly feel like Elder Scrolls 6 is probably not going to show up at E3 and probably until next year. 
at the most. Or maybe they're probably going to give us like a little hint sometime at the end of this year of where the location is going to be and whatnot. But personally, I just want Elder Scrolls 6 to actually be different. Like, I don't want it to just be Skyrim. I don't want it to be Oblivion. I want it to be, you know, just its own story, you know? Like, hell, just... You can have the magical shit that you put inside of Elder Scrolls game, honestly. Like, yeah, put that in. Keep all that shit. But all I'm saying is, <laughs> once you start putting shouts in it, I'm going to be like, okay, I know exactly what I'm getting into. As a matter of fact, if the opening... I swear to God, if the opening has you inside the back of a horse carriage and someone says, you're finally awake, you're trying to cross the board or no, I'm literally just going to turn it in and get like $5 back from it at GameStop and just not even play it again. <laughs> just, a, just a little joke, honestly. But with all jokes aside, yeah, I I don't think Elder Scrolls Six might show up this year. But hey, you never know because life is full of surprises. So let's just have our finger crossed that we might get some information on Elder, on Elder Scrolls Six as well as Starfield. Now Starfield, from what I understand, was going to be Bethesda's space um space RPG. Like basically, you know. You're going to go travel inside of space and just basically do anything that you would do in Fallout and Skyrim, but in space. And I honestly, I like that idea because No Man's Sky had a very rough, 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 rough patch whenever it first came out. But hey, I heard it got better and I have yet to play No Man's Sky. But on the topic of space games, you know, Starfield, I have a feeling probably won't be seeing the light of day at E3 this year. But like I said, life is full of surprises. Which is, speaking on the topic of stars and star games and games inside of stars and whatnot, let's get into Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Now, this game, this game, I have been excited for whenever they announced that there was going to be a Star Wars RPG. Now, I'm a fan of the original trilogy. I'm only a fan of Episode 3 of the prequel trilogy. And The Last Jedi is not really my favorite one as well. But um, The Force Awakens I liked. But however, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, from what we saw in that trailer a couple months back, I honestly gotta say, this one actually looks like it could be really good. You know, I really hope that they put some thought and effort into it with um this, because, you know... You're making a goddamn Star Wars game, for, for crying out loud. Like, you know, a Star Wars RPG, to be exact. Like, people are going to expect it to be like Knights of the Old Republic, like, by a fucking long run. Like, people are going to expect you to put every last little fucking thought into this shit and to make it, like, good and gripping. Am I saying that it's going to be like that? Probably, probably not. Battlefront 2 was a pretty good game, honestly, so I have some faith in E3 with this. I mean, not E3. <laughs> oh my god. I have some faith with EA in making this RPG, honestly, because, you know, I saw an image earlier, actually, of Darth Vader going against the main character, and I'm like, oh my god, if we have that shit, I would literally be so excited. As a matter of fact, if it ends like that, with Darth Vader, like, I have you now. And, you know, he just goes, you know, just kills the guy. I'll actually probably like it a lot better if we have at least one death. But actually, as a matter of fact, probably not. Because, you know, 
Just because they weren't in the original trilogy does not mean that they don't exist within that universe, you know? But then again, at the same time, they'd probably have to do something, like, huge in order for, you know, them to be recognized in the original trilogy. But, however, let's just hope that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be, like, our dream Star Wars thing. That's not Star Wars Galaxy Edge that just opened up. Not at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Please don't get that confused. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, on the topic of E3 as well, as most games, meanwhile, EA is releasing, like, Madden... 9,658, and FIFA, 50,225, yeah, no one cares, but anyways, um, as well as what might be released this year at E3, I heard they are remastering a Spongebob game, and I honestly, since we're getting on to childhood nostalgia and things that I honestly appreciate the most, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this Spongebob remaster, like, this sounds like it's actually going to be pretty funny, if I'm not mistaken, you know, just blows everybody's expectations they're just like you know what we wanted to play a game we wanted to see a game this year at e3 that would be really good but a spongebob game come on i mean <laughs> well hey you know i really hope they should get into details on what they're remastering about spongebob because hey that would be pretty funny and i honestly feel like this probably won't see the light of day at e3 this year but this could probably be a possibility this is only a possibility and this is based on a rumor that was told um, in early January, and I hope that Cop Capcom, not Copcom, <laughs> I hope that Capcom does have a um, showing in E3 this year for a certain remaster that I hope that they're going to bring back to life. Yes, I am talking Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. I really hope they bring back this game because... You know, they remade Resident Evil 1, like, 50 fucking times, so they re they just remade Resident Evil 2, so let's just remake Resident Evil 3, and let's just have ourselves, you know, a pretty good, you know, remade trilogy. Although I would probably say that they're probably going to have to remaster the first one to make it look like our graphics again, then we'll have, like, the good trilogy and whatnot. But hey, I mean, if they showcase Resident Evil 3 remastered, you know, that would be a big surprise. Another thing that you're probably going to expect at E3 this year would be Final Fantasy VII. And, yeah, I know Final Fantasy VII already got released, but Final Fantasy VII Remastered, to be exact, of course. So, yeah, if you're not looking forward to that, then, well, I mean, I haven't really played Final Fantasy like any of them, so... Well, let's just hope that the Final Fantasy fans get what their wishes is. And so, this leaves me to tell you guys that... Marvel's Avengers, made by Square Enix. That's also one that we should be on the lookout for this year. I know I'm not really saying, like, I'm excited for it because... Well, I actually am excited for it because I've been waiting since 2015 when it was announced that they would be, you know, making Marvel some Avengers by Square Enix. And if it's going to be anything like how Kingdom Hearts is going to be, holy shit, that's going to be so fucking perfect because, honestly... I see how Kingdom Hearts is, and I honestly think it's, like, a really good, honestly see how it's, like, a really good, you know, combination between things and whatnot, but hey, I could be wrong, so, perhaps maybe Kingdom Hearts 3 would be a per, not Kingdom Hearts 3, oh my god, Marvel's Avengers would be just like Kingdom Hearts, you know, you know, you're just going around inside their little world, inside the Marvel Universe, you know, the 
getting powers and whatnot. Wait, let's not say that because X-Men Legends was fucking terrible. <laughs> Just like the new Dark Phoenix movie. Okay, that was a joke. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's really bad. All right, so this is all the games that are going to be at E3. I probably missed quite a few. Oh, yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Let's talk about that one for a bit. Now, I'm confused about Modern Warfare. Is it going to be a remaster? Is it going to be a sequel? I don't know, because I haven't really played the first, you know, Modern Warfare. But from what it looks like, it looks like they're just going to completely remaster it, which makes me wonder, did they run out of ideas? Because, you know, they kind of did skip, like, a whole fucking arc with the Cold War (laughs) and the Vietnam War with Black Ops, you know. But who knows? Hopefully we're going to get something good with this Call of Duty game, because it does look pretty promising, in my opinion, so... You know, let's just hope to God that we actually get it. All right, so I believe that's all the time we have today on your regularly scheduled podcast. I know, I'm sad to leave you guys too, but I promise I won't let you guys be left in the darkness anymore because I promise probably by next Sunday I'm going to have a new episode out with Gavin because, you know, who doesn't want to hear me and Gavin talk about useless shit that we probably don't even know what we're talking about. But either way, you know, it's going to be a good day. So keep your heads high. Everyone, have a magical night, because I'm going to probably be saying that all night tonight. But most importantly, everyone, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys have an awesome night. And this is Julio, signing out.